The first event we're going to look at is the Grand Clash 2023 being held in Canada. And this is actually quite exciting because not only is it the largest event of the week, it's also the largest event Canada's ever had with 146 players playing at this event. The event was organized by Alex, and I'm going to hopefully get this right, Thibadu. Uh, Alex Thibadu with a, like 146 players, which is really, really exciting. It's being held here at this lovely castle-like convention uh, hall on in the middle of a racetrack, which is very, very cool. Being held in, uh, in French Canada, in Quebec, I'm almost certain. Here's a picture of the hall, which is pretty stunning. Well done to the organizers on organizing a wicked event here. And thank you very much to Carl uh, for uh, taking a picture of this. Uh, Carl's um, currently not able to play, I think, because uh, his lips are swollen from the lip filler. Um, now, in the 5 bracket, with an event that's so big, you got many people with five O's, which is awesome. Yeah, and we've got four of those. We've got Alex Boucher uh, of Borin's Penguins, uh, Levan Shivani from Booty Hammer, uh, Thomas Ling from Tough Crowd, uh, and then Oliver Gandouet from Le Bohom. Uh, I think I've said that right, uh, to be honest. Uh, so we're going to look at those lists right now. Uh, the first list we're going to look at from uh, is Alexis Boucher. Alexis Boucher. He was running Silverneth and Nalru. He was running Dreitcher, Hammerdreth, and a Warsong Revenant. Now, this is not uncommon, although Dreitcher is a little bit uncommon. We don't often see Dreitcher. But the Warsong Revenant is something we see all the time, especially because it's got the ability to do its Warsong spell through trees uh, using the Spellsinger ability. That's an AoE Mortal Wound damage spell. Think of it very much like either the Teclis spell or like Lord Croak spell. Being able to do it through a tree is really good, uh, and you can affect lots of units in range of that. Now, it's normally not combined with... It's normally combined with something like a, um, a Celestine Prime from Stormcast Eternals because of the additional Mortal Wound. However, uh, very cleverly, he's allied in three units of Knight Vexilla. Uh, now, these have got a once-per-battle ability to do an AoE Mortal Wound uh, point on the board as well, which is a really nice way of kind of doing very heavy range shooting from the back of the board really early. Um, and combining that with the Warsong Revenant, which I think is a fantastic little trick. Also, those AoE Mortal Wounds are going to clear a space in the screen. And this is very good for a Sylvaneth army because he has got the Spirit of Durthu, who is a great combat monster with the artifact, the Green World Gladius. He's then got the Spite Swarm... Spite... Oh, so good there. He's got the Spite Swarm Hive Endless Spell, which adds pluses to your charge. I think it's plus two, maybe plus three. So you can teleport through a tree uh, with the Spirit of Durthu, having blown up a load of stuff, then charges in, kills a unit, strikes and fade, which is the Allegiance ability Sylvaneth have, to fight a unit, and then after, after that immediate activation, teleport away. Then he can just hold objectives with his three units of Dryads, and his tree revenants can teleport around the board and grab some more absolutely fantastic list really understands the tempo of a game how a game works uh, and being able to apply mortal wounds so i love that fantastic our next list that we're going to look at is by levan wonderful human uh, he has a youtube channel called bulldog hammer if you want to go check it out um and he was running gloomspike gits and his sub faction was the king's gits <laughs> he had loom boss scragrot and a dank old trog boss, and they had a fungoid cave shaman. Uh, now, the, uh, with the tunnel master and the moon face moment, the important part there, tunnel master, drop in, go grab an objective. Now, he's got a unit of 60 moon clan stabbers, and we talked about this a lot on the stream just a minute ago, but all I'm going to say is moon clan stabbers absolutely should be seen the tabletop more. It makes a lot of sense why people run a lot of squigs. 
um, because of the insane alpha strike damage potential from a lot of those units, hoppers especially, boing rock bounders especially. But Mooncan Stabbers at 375 points are incredible, especially when they've got the recursion and healing ability of a death army. Lots of wounds can be put back into that unit of Mooncan Stabbers, and they can control objectives from outside of 9 inches, which is very good. And 60 of them is only 375 points. If you add on to the fact that they can be minus one to hit just from netters, another minus one to hit from uh, the Gobblepalooza, they can have a five-up ward save from Sports Black Fanatics. Realizing that you can get 60 wounds of Moonclan Stabbers with minus two to hit and a five-up ward save makes them very survivable at a very cheap points cost. Then you've got a unit of Fellwater Trogos. Again, there's a lot of attacks that Moonclan Stabbers can have. So, if you can make it so the, uh, the opponent doesn't have any positives they've saved, thanks to the Fellwater Trogos sick, even better. Rock got Trogos, 320 points, six of them just slapping people all around. Wonderful unit, very strong combat unit, very, uh, and also, again, themselves very survivable. And then there's another unit of Fellwaters. Uh, some Sports Splatters, Sneaky Snufflers, Gobblepalooza. So, these are all buff pieces for those units. Um, so loads of great characters loads of uh, strong synergy there uh, and i would be surprised if we don't see more moon clan stabber lists in the future we've mainly seen uh squig lists up till now so shout out to levan a uh, special shout out to tom ling who also went for five at this event tom has only had the opportunity to play warhammer i think for under a year this might be his first 5-0, so it's really exciting to see him do so well. He uh, joined in, uh, he's based in New York, and was able to play some games with some of the New York fellas like Joe and Noah uh, in the race, uh, like, last summer. Then he just immediately went to a ton of events with those guys, practiced, got better, played a bunch of different armies, uh, <laughs> uh, played all sorts of, like, fun little events. And I just, it's, and I got the chance to meet him and hang out with him, and it was really nice to see someone uh, upskill themselves so quickly uh, makes sense that his community, the Top Crowd community, have been uh, a big help to him on a personal level with that, but still makes loads of sense. Like, it's still an amazing journey to start last summer and then be jumping in at your 5 uh, as early as the next year. So, a massive congratulations to him. He was running Soul Black Gravelords for Icos Dynasty, Radicar, Belladama, Vampire Lord, and a Vampire Lord, and then a Necromancer. This is old book, so I'm just trying to re remember all the info. But effectively, he's got the ability to add plus four attacks onto some units and those units he have are two units of 40 dead walker zombies in this version they're still doing mortals on sixes to hit and piling in from six inches uh and then a unit of 20 grave guard which are going to slap so a bunch of extra attacks on those is very very effective with the corpse carts providing the buff in the background there so you love to see it great little list radicar belladama in there as well uh summoning rules uh summoning wolves and doing spells uh so excellent list but not playable anymore new so black grave lords already doing well then we got disciples of zinch host duplicitous you got um a magister and this was being played by just to shout out the five oaks it's important uh by oliver gandway um and he was running a magister Karis fate weaver and a gaunt summoner and then he was running 20 pink horrors and the soul screen bridge so he's going to have cast with the destiny dice uh, the soul screen bridge teleported over the pink horrors of zinch and given them a five up ward save uh i imagine from the magister uh, oh no, he doesn't have. Uh, oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he's got Shield of Fate. Giving them a five up ward save, uh, teleporting them across the bridge. Um, and then he would have used Destiny Dice to complete an auto charge. So then he would have had 100 wounds. Your enemy would have had 100 wounds uh, on a five up ward save that's minus one to hit. Um, that isn't uh, going to be 
uh, you can't retreat from thanks to the sub-faction host duplicitous. And at that point, it's a race against time while your Karak Acolytes hold objectives and then your casters try to summon as many more models on the board as possible uh, and then run through the game. So fun list with cogs to reroll casts and the demonic simulacrum for doing some mortal wounds. So just pinned into the back of the board. So it's an early alpha strike pin. Uh, and it is a one drop to do that job. So those are all the five O's. Congratulations to everyone at the event. I hope they're nice time. At such a massive event, you end up with a huge amount of four ones. We do have a draw and four, Daniel Fortwin, and he was running old Petrofex Elite for OCR Bone Reapers. Uh, and then we're going to go through all of the four ones. I don't really have time to go through each one of the lists, um, and they're all kind of interesting and maybe worth a look at on another day. But uh, we've got John Duncan from Tough Crowd. Uh, he was running Sinesh, uh, Gabriel Samson, Mitch Kawa, Edgar Sergis, Anthony Trentinelli, Matthias Crucial, Lou Bergon, Oliver Dempsey, or Oliver Dempsey, sorry, uh, Dominique Derry, Carl Ong, uh, Godfrey Hardy St. Pierre, Kevin Lemieux Gangon. Uh, by the way, I think Godfrey was running Triple uh, KO um, Frigate, which is pretty fun. Uh, Lionel Miranda, Martin Matt, uh, Danik Gagne. Um, Alexander Zumillion, Locke Gwassin Delort, ben, Benoit Boutard, and Bob Pisano from Wicked Dicey all went 4 1. Of those, I think 22 4 1s, six of them were KO. Uh, we had KO with Thunderers, uh, we had KO uh, with Andrew Riggers. I'm trying to find the list here. Uh, another, another KO Thunderer list there. We have um, another unit of Thunderers here and some Gun Haulers in an Ironclad. Uh, we have another uh, uh, amazing KO list with engine riggers and three frigates. I talked about that already. Another KO list uh, that had some uh, a frigate uh, and some sky wardens and engine riggers and no thunderers in that list. So double frigate, uh, engine riggers and sky wardens. So not only uh, and then another uh, carriage and overlords list uh, did have thunderers. So while it's not just the thunderers that are doing really well. Um, there are loads of KO lists that are doing well, but none of those KO lists went 4-0. Uh, sorry, 5-0. So it's worth having a discussion about whether or not they paired in a mirror, having that convo, but a lot of Carriage and Overlords doing very, very well. There's a Blades of Corn list with four Skull Cannons. Uh, Captain Kiev is in the chat right now. He said, I knew there was a lot of KO. Murder rolls wasn't going to happen. Skull Cannons are decent versus low wound uh, models in a fight. It's just murder moving, blocking everything with hounds and stuff and continuing to shoot and having Reapers kill stuff. Uh, Argath, King of Blades, plus Bloodbind, and can pull in the big beast, cancel a ward, and shoot it on a 2-plus with Reapers. I had a, to a 14 to a total drop to the max tithe and get more stuff on the board. Thank you very much for giving us the breakdown there. So four skull cannons, pretty fun. Love to hear it. And I love to hear that he thought about... Uh, how that was going to play out in the chat. So that's really fun to see. Well done to you. We've got uh, Slaves to Darkness list, uh, Cabalist, Anthony, uh, yeah, I did mention Anthony Trentinelli, didn't I? Mitch Kawa, Anthony Trentinelli, Edgar Sergus, yes. Um, was running, uh, he was running Slaves to Darkness. We had lots of Slaves to Darkness doing quite well as well. Um, we had a Slaves to Darkness Cabalist list uh, with pretty much the things that you'll always see now in Slaves to Darkness list are chosen, Nurgle Knights, Varangard with Mark and Korn. You'll also sometimes see the Soul Screen Bridge to get those units over there. The Unmade of Corvus Cabal. I would say that those are the units that you'll see. Chosen, Varangard, Corvus Cabal, um, the Unmade, uh, and Chaos Knights. Uh, and then you're going to see Chaos Sorcerer Lords as well. Uh, so that's pretty common. Uh, we saw a fun Maggotkin and Nurgle list with a bunch of Plague Drones, which is fun. One, two, three, four, 
units of plague drones, which is pretty cool. Love to see that. Um, uh, again, more safe to darkness. Uh, more safe to darkness. All with those same units, those same things in there as well. We did two Sinesh lists, um, which is pretty fun. And uh, the Sinesh lists seem to be taking on a shape now. Bellacore in there as well. I think that's 355 points. Best unit in Age of Sigmar. I'm going to call that all the time. My personal opinion, there's some big super units out there. Bellacore can shut them down. I think it's a great pick taking Bellacore. I would take that every time if I get the chance. Bliss Barb Archers, Bliss Barb Archers, uh, and another Bliss Barb Archers for 55 Bliss Barb Archers and some Bliss Barb Seekers, so just shooting the board off. So another shooting list. Um, KO Skull Cannons, uh, not, not KO, sorry. Uh, Corn Skull Cannons, another shooting list. Uh, and then we got uh, Hedonites of Sinesh again, more Bliss Barb Archers, but this time double... Uh, Chaos Gargants and some Slick Blade Seekers, uh, making uh, taking an opportunity to use those Slick Blade Seekers to use Euphoric Killers to generate a lot of depravity is quite cool. Um, Chaos Gar uh, sorry, a Gargant listed well. Gate Breakers, uh, two Gate Breakers, a Kraken Eat, and some Man Crushers. Um, and then you have a Zinch list do well. Uh, this one had a unit, this Bob Bazano with a unit of Chaos Chosen in there. Pink Horrors all in Guild of Summoners, Ogroid, Kairos, and a Magister. Uh, Nighthaunt did 4-1. Uh, we had a Knight of Shrouds on Ethereal Seed. Uh, Raikonor, Guardian Souls, Crucash Cruciator. Two Spirit Torments. Some Spirit Hosts to protect all of those characters. And some Chain Rasps and some Banshees. So probably going to be doing a lot of heavy lifting uh, with the Spirit Hosts and the characters. Pretty interesting list, actually. And then Deepkin did well. Uh, they went 4-1 with an Eidolon Mathlan of the Sea, which somehow is only 70 points cheaper than Croak. Uh, an Achillean Thrallmaster, Lotan, and a Soul Render, returning D3 plus 3 each turn into a block of 30 Namati Thralls. There's 10 Namati Thralls, 2 lots of 10 Reavers, and a Leviadon at 460 points. So pretty interesting. Definitely you could uh, deep dive this event in total um, uh, because it was such a large event. But also don't forget, this is just one of uh, many events from today. So let's go look at the rest of them. Uh, congratulations to everyone in Canada uh, and North America for helping making Canada's largest event. Cool. Our next event is in San Antonio, Texas. The Smash and Bash 2023. And it had 60 players playing at this event. It was being held here in the University of the Incarnate World. Um, and it was also live streamed and you can go and back watch you can go back and watch all of the games on the weird knobs with a Z uh, Twitch channel as you can see here here's a, a game from one of the final games and it looks like our winning list with all of the rocket trogoths uh, is about to make some plays into the middle of the board there uh, looks like they're playing the jaws of galette uh, which is pretty fun uh, and against ogres that feels like a good game for them because uh, they can have a good old fight in the middle uh, so you can see the list that won was Gloomspite Gits list. Oh, I should just tell you who who did it. We had two 5-0s from this event. We had uh, Christopher Schelling from Harambe's Heroes went 5-0 with a Gloomspite Gits list with loads of trogs and Brian Lofton with a brand new corn army. Um, so uh, <laughs> he's got a Dankhold Trog Boss, who's the general, Scragrot and a Fungoid Cave Shaman. Then nine, a unit of nine Rockgut Trogoths, six Rockgut Trogoths, six Rockgut Trogoths, and three Fellwater Trogoths, and a Dankhold, uh, one Dankhold Trogoth. Now the Fellwater can strip saves away, and the Rockguts are minus two rend. So they're just a very strong combat army. They have a four up armor save, unless they're under the moon, in which case it's a three up armor save. They heal at the end of each combat, and they're multi wound models. They have a five up ward save naturally as well. Uh, so you can make these very survivable. If you do eventually wipe out unit of Rockgut Trogoths, they can come back from the Loon Shrine 
uh, as a half the unit size uh, rounding up so those nine would become a unit of five so 320 points worth of uh, healing and bring it back and then it's just a very strong front-facing combat army with lots of damage and high survivability corn is weirdly a little bit more techy it's a blades of corn list and it's using the blood lords it's got bloodthirster and it's command trait is firebrand making it a priest and it's taking killer instinct and blood sacrifice the artifacts is taking an argath thinking of blades which turns off ward saves within three inches units within three inches not models within three inches scarbrand is in the list for all of the big damage and a realm gore ritualist for 100 points can make it so an objective or a terrain feature everything within eight inches is plus one to hit um, or everything inside of that area every, sorry every corn unit inside that has plus one to hit within eight inches of that objective or eight inches of a terrain feature it's also got tunnel master as well so you could tunnel master onto an objective die and give up eye for an eye um, or it could just be doing bronze flesh which is plus one save on the unit of 20 blood letters um, or on the unit of six blood crushes um, in there as well it's also got the bleeding icon and the hex gorgeous skulls and then two units of flesh hounds and a blood master in his army so a pretty solid frontline combat army that's going to run on objectives and beat you up which is pretty good uh not sure how it works into shooting we just talked about that but uh, definitely has lots of output uh, which is very good and good into a combat meta uh, so congratulations to both of those two players okay so now we're going to look at the four ones uh, and we've got a nice little mix of stuff. Uh, congratulations to James West, Marco Hernandez, Randall Brasher, Gavin, love him, Ryan, uh, Joe Carney, Nathan Wood, DJ Jenkins, Nick Swope uh, for all going 4-1. Great work. Uh, we had a bunch of different lists here. We had um, a Gloomspite Gits list with Jaws of Orc with double Boingrot Bounders, two tens. I really like that. Some Squig Herd in there as well. I really like Boingrots. I think they're incredibly points efficient. 280 points for 10. Feels like the right kind of level. They do amazing damage at that points value. Uh, we had an Ogres list uh, where all the units were named uh, uh, with some Mournfang pack in here, uh, which again are making waves. Haven't seen, we've, we didn't see them at the start of the Ogre book. Now we're seeing them more and more. So shout out to the Mournfang. Uh, but obviously your classic uh, Frosthorn, Stonehorn in here. And there are two of them. Um, Marathi and the Bow Snakes uh, being pushed forward as well. Looks like world's practice to me. Uh, there's some Ogre Moor tribes in here, uh, not Ogre, sorry, Sons of Behemoth again on a 4-1. That's two this week so far. King Broad, uh, two War Stompers and a Gatebreaker. Um, so again, just making waves, maybe really good in certain mission packs. We had Stormcast Eternals list, Astral Templars, Karazai, Night Encanter, Castellant Battle Mage, four Storm Drake Guard and some Praetors. Again, those Praetors providing the bodyguard for Karazai to make him that much more scary in a fight. Karazai really becoming a kind of uh, fun little pick uh, for Stormcast Eternals players. They've got a big hammer unit. It's 555 points. Uh, 550 points, sorry. Uh, but the Praetors at 140, uh, just making them a little bit more survivable, which you love to see. Uh, Battle Mage for the additional charge. Still four Storm Drake Guard as well for another absolute hammer unit. Uh, a Skaven list, Thanquol. He's obviously got himself uh, the... Um, the lack one, the Soul Seeker spell. Two Warp Lightning Cannons in the list for some long range threats, some Clan Rats, and instead of just going for uh, 320s, we've gone for 420s from additional screens. And a Hellpit Abomination of all things, Warlock Engineer, Claw Lord, and a Verminal Warbringer with, at this point, the only thing that you can take Devious Adversary and the Warpstone Charm. Literally the only things that were new in the book. Um, but great work there. 
there was a Lumineth Realm Lords list from Eumetrica, uh, an Alarith, uh, Stone Mage, Archmage, Teclas, and Avalonor, and then it's just Stone Guard. So very much what we saw at the beginning of the Lumineth book. Rune of Petrification, Umbral Spellportal as well. So you're doing the Technado, you're doing the Mortal Wounds in AoE, and then you just have an incredibly solid front line in the Stone Guard and Avalonor. Uh, then we had a Sinesh list again, Bliss Barb Archers all day, only 33 this time, uh, Bliss Barb Seekers, Slick Blade Seekers, and 10 Painbringers for a front line, which is quite nice. Contorted Epitome, Sigvald, and Keeper of Secrets. Keeper of Secrets better than I thought when I did the review, specifically because uh, I think people are comboing it with the Euphoric Killer's ability uh, to be able to pile an attack twice. Um, so that means that when you do get a melee unit going off twice, like the Painbringers or the Seekers, uh, then you are going to be getting a ton of depravity, which is going to not only make your army more effective, but also help you with some summoning. And then finally, KO in the new book, uh, Double Ironclad. That takes us up to, I think, our seventh 4-1 for KO this week. Um, Arcanaut Company, some Ender Riggers, and then some Navigators. This is all in Barak Urbaz. Shout out to everyone. Uh, and again, don't forget, if you want to go watch these games back, they're available on the Weird Knobs Twitch channel. Uh, if you want to go check it out, I'll include it in the links below. Our next event is the Sharnet College AOS GT, and it was organized by Big Mike in the chat. There we go. Big Mike in the chat. Uh, it had 49 players being played, and it happened here, I think, uh, in for podcast listeners, I'm describing just a very nice-looking kind of like mall area, uh, which is kind of fun. Uh, it happened here. Uh, now, one of the really nice things that Mike had organized... Oh, no. There we go. Um, one of the nice things that Mike had organized is he organized two sets of terrain maps for each of the battle plans. Uh, I'm showing them now on the screen On if you watch this on YouTube as a podcast. Just imagine. And then uh, when you rolled off for attacker defender, uh, the defender got to choose which of the terrain maps you got to use, which is a fun little feature. Uh, I really like that. Again, I've said big fan of terrain maps. Love this, and this is great. Okay, we had a couple of 5-0s uh, at the event um, uh, here. Uh, in uh, our 5-0 that we're going to talk about is Fabian Barbouse, uh, of, um, and he was running Sylvaneth Heartwood. He had a Warsong Revenant, a Tree Lord Ancient, and an Arch Revenant uh, in his list. So the Arch Rev obviously gives plus one to wound to the Colonel Sons with Scythes, and there is a unit of six of them. This is in the Heartwood uh, sub-faction. Tree Lord Ancient for summoning a spell, doing some trees, doing a little bit of fighting. Warsong Revenant with Spellsinger, doing some AoE Mortal Wound damage from there, and the Versible Gem. Uh, the Spice Swarm Hive in the list as well for the uh, the Yeet and Retreat or the Strike and Fade. And then finally a unit of Spite Rider Lancers. Well, not finally. There were some Dryads and Tree Revenants in there as well. Unit 6 Spite Rider Lancers doing uh, loads of damage on the charge. I really like Spite Rider Lancers, they're quite good, although you can kind of see why you maybe swap out for the other bugs, specifically uh, specifically because uh, what's really fun in engaging with that is obviously they get to return models back on a 2+, which is good. And then an Aether Wing, uh, a unit of Aether Wings, which, if you're thinking about it, are as good as Terror Wings for Seraphon, because they can be little mo units that hold objectives. In fact, loads of units can do that role. Uh, which fits in there, um, and then uh, and then you've got uh, that's it. That's everything in the list. So congratulations uh, to them in the four-one bracket. In the four-one bracket, you've got Christopher Johnson, Walter Brock, Jeremy Hauk, Calvin Rary, Josh Bennett, Ryan Ledford, 
uh, um, all in the 4-1. Congratulations to all of you. Looking at some of their lists, you've got some fun stuff. Soulblight Gravelords, new Soulblight Gravelords in Legion of Blood. Vampires with plus one to cast outside three inches, plus one attack inside three inches. Vampire and Zombie Dragon with Doom Minions up to D3. Enemy units can be hit on twos with all of the attacks. Um, Coco Mr. Shadow, so it's got an unrendable three up save. Neferata with a spell. Uh, her War Scroll spell allows you to pick a unit and it no longer is affected by negative modifiers to save, but you still get positives. So you can have plus one to your save via Mystic Shield or All Out Defense, which means the unit of 10 Blood Knights are going to have 30 wounds uh, with a two up armor save that's unrendable. A two up, basically, a war save, not quite, because mortal wounds will still punch through. There's also 20 uh, Grave Guards in this list, some Death Rock Skeletons, which are. I'm going to stop for a moment. I'm rattling through it. <laughs> death, death rattle. Skeletons are incredible. Like, there's definitely a skeleton list. They're insane. At the end of each combat phase, you just get to return a number of death rattle skeletons. There's a death rattle list that's just death rattles. Max death rattles. And it's insane. Like, definitely worth talking about on another show. But we'll talk about that at another point. But incredible stuff. Probably the best 10, like... 10 things screen you can get in the game. Uh, some Five Black Knights, uh, Vampire Lord, and Neferata. Um, so uh, that's 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 a pretty good. Uh, very, very good. Uh, then we've got uh, OCR Bone Reapers, Mortis Praetorians. And this is Arcan and Catacross, and Mortis and Bone Shaper. It's got the artifact, the artisan's key. Now, the important part about these, other than Catacross giving plus one hit and plus one save to everyone, Arcan extending the spell ranges and doing great spells. Uh, and the corpse cut with the um like they also those three allow you to return up to four models to a unit of immortis guard uh now that unit of immortis guard if they normally unit of three that 400 point unit you can see that list is a unit of six so that means you can return 20 wounds worth of immortis guard uh each hero phase now that happens on three pluses you got to roll a three up on each one of those to make that happen but it's crazy um, and then you got some Cavalos Death Riders, Morgas Archai, and then you brought he's brought along the Corpse Cart with Belfar Brazier, Vermid Shamblers, which is a regiment of renown, and then some Dead Walker Zombies. So what you've got there is you've got um, uh, the uh, minus one Ward Save Aura, uh, which is going to be very good for the Archai that do great damage and the Immortus Guard that do great damage. Just super, super good. Uh, then you've got some Gloomstrike Gits. Uh, with Gobblepalooza, Sneaky Snufflers, and some Squig Bosses, uh, which is cool. Another Gits list, again, this time we've got some Moonclan Shooters, some Squig Herds, some Gobblepalooza, some Snufflers. Uh, we have a, um, a Blades of Corn list with a Bloodthirst of Infected Fury, um, a Slaughter Priest, Romgold Ritualist, and then three lots of Ten Blood Reavers, some Mighty Skull Crushers with that amazing armor save, like the Immortus Guard, and then that Skull Reaper unit again. Second time we've seen a unit of ten Skull Reapers in the list pretty good the nice hammer unit uh, in the army uh, when a lot of the rest of the army um dies or is quite tanky weirdly a sinesh list this time with contorted epitome the mask sigvald and 77 bliss barb archers and then 10 bliss barb seekers doing around 160 shots a turn which is pretty good uh, and then a skaven list uh grace here Firmlord Warbringer, again, Devious Adversary Warpstone Charm. Uh, Thankwall, uh, some Storm Vermin in here as well as a unique little bit, and some Warp Lightning Cannons as well. 
so overall, a nice little mix of units and armies at the event. You love to see it. Some of those new books really make it headway. The survivability in some of the new bo books. Corn uh, with its uh, um, not blood crushers, the unit that isn't blood crushers. Uh, the unit of uh, mighty skull crushers, Immortis Guard, and also unrendable blood knights from soul black grave lords really giving people pause on how they're possibly going to deal with some of these units in the game really interesting to talk about um we'll try and deal with that uh, in another show our next event is the west coast gt being held in sweden and we had 47 players battling it out the event was one uh, and our first 5-0 of two is philip skogland now, Philip was running a Soul Black Gravelords list, and again, it was Legion of Blood, and it was the new book. He had um, the Vampire Lord Zombie Dragon being a general, and he had the Command Trait Dominions. Don't forget, this allows units. You pick D3 units, uh, and they can't be heroes or monsters, and those units you get to hit them on twos. Uh, that simple. They have to be uh, wholly within six inches of the general for that to happen. Um, but uh, you just get to hit them on twos. This is especially good on the Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon itself because its jaw attack normally hits on fours. So even if you gave it plus one to hit, it'd be hit on threes, but pump that down to twos and it's far more effective. Um, uh, so wholly within three inches, wholly within three inches of Doom Minions. Uh, he's also got the artifact, the Cloak of Mist and Shadows, which makes him ethereal, which means you can't uh, rend him, so he's got a three-up armor save. So why is this important, Rob? Well, he's also taken two more Vampire Lords and Zombie Dragons, and old-school people will remember the double ethereal Zombie Dragon, so we're back there again. So those Vampire Lords and Zombie Dragons will also be very effective in close combat and also will be hitting on twos, which is amazing. Follow this up, um, he's also got, the Vampire Lord Zombie Dragon uh, has also got uh, the ability to have a 3-up armor save, and when Neferata casts their spell on it, then you're going to be able to make that ethereal as well, but the good ethereal where you only ignore negative modifiers, so you can have a Vampire Lord Zombie Dragon with a 3-up save you can't rend, and a Vampire Lord Zombie Dragon with a 2-up save that you can't rend. And to finish this off, you get a heroic action in Legion of Blood, which means that your Vampire Lord Zombie Dragon can ignore ward saves when it charges in. Now, only that one Vampire Lord Zombie Dragon, that's pretty good. Neferat is in the list as a wizard and to cast that spell, as I talked about, and three, that's right, three Death Rattle Skeleton units for holding objectives. So just three absolute monsters. Oh, also the Hunger I should have talked about. They've got the ability to heal a prodigious amount of wounds when they kill stuff in combat. And guess what? These guys will be killing stuff in combat. Triple Velos. Now, Constantine Kellis has been running the Skullfiend tribe. He's got Bloodthirster and Fetid Fury. Uh, Constantinus is probably one of the best uh, corn players in the whole world. He plays it all the time. Bloodthirster and Fetid Fury, Blood Secretor, Slaughter Priest, Scar Blood Wrath, and the Realm Gore Ritualist. Then he's got 10 Blood Warriors, 10 Blood Reavers, 10 Skull Reapers, and then he's got two Skull Cannons in his list as well. Again, those 10 Skull Reapers uh, really proving uh, that they're making they're effective, and a lot of the corn players using them. Uh, some skull cannons in the list as well. Again, again, off the back of four more skull cannons being played, so they seem to be seeing more play. Realm Gore Ritualist seems super crucial, especially with Tunnel Master in this list. Some sort of slaughter priest, and the Bloodthirster and Fetid Fury again being made a priest with Firebrand, and again being given the artifact that allows you to turn off ward saves. So Argrath, the King of Blades, within three inches. So very, very powerful, very good, um, uh, and super useful. So uh, congratulations to both those two players. Okay, so in the 4-1 bracket, we have some more corn, and we got a lot of shooting. Let me tell you about it. Uh, Mikhail Magnuson was running corn, and he was in Skullfiend Tribe, as was 
uh, the last corn list we talked about. So it's worth mentioning uh, that any eight pluses to charge and you're going to get strike first effect applied. And the Bloodthirst and Infected Fury gives you a 3d6 charge. So pretty great. Uh, so any hit, And, and uh, this list also had a Bloodthirst of Unfettered Fury, a Slaughter Priest, a Bloodmaster, a Bloodscrate, and a Scar Bloodwrath. Don't forget he's going to die, come back, die, and live again. Then he's got 10 Blood Warriors, which is a great tank unit, 20 wounds, good armor save, uh, hashtag murder rolls. Two lots of 10 Blood Reavers, nice for murder rolls. Um, yeah, the Strike First only happens on the charge uh, with mortal units. So 10 Skull Reapers again, so uh, very much uh, having Strike First on the charge. Five Wrathmongers, and then two Skull Cannons again. Bleeding Icon and Hexgorgeous Skulls. So a very similar list, also going 4-1. Heed Knights of Sinesh, get ready. Pretenders, Contorted Epitome, Lord of Pain, Mask, Bellacor, 33 Bliss Barb Archers, some Slick Blade Seekers, Slick Blade Seekers, uh, three units of five. Uh, and that's by uh, Alexander Zevoski. Then Jonas Redeemer is running Sinesh. Pretenders, Contorted Epitome, Lord of Pain, Mask, Bellacor, and 55 Bliss Barb Archers with some Bliss Barb Seekers and Slick Blade Seekers. Then Pontus Krontoff was running Sinesh in Pretenders with a Contorted Epitome, a Lord of Pain, a Shard Speaker, and 55 Bliss Barb Archers. Six Fiends and some Slick Blade Seekers and Bliss Barb Seekers. Uh, and then Lynnet Lillen Svensson was running Stormcast Eternals with Celestine Prime, Drake's Sworn Templar, and then one, two, three, four Knight Judicators with Griffhounds, three units of five Liberators in the Everblaze Comet. So, even more shooting uh, in this here. And that is it for our four ones. Really starting to pick up a bit of a theme from this weekend. Prodigious amounts of shooting, whether or not it's coming from KO or it's coming from Sinesh at the moment. Um, however, still Corn doing really nicely with these new books. Pretty interesting. Our next event is. Uh, the Trouble at the Mill being hosted at Leidis Games, uh, and this has got 31 players at it. It was organized by Neil Pritchard, shout out to Neil, and it was organized here in these self-storage units. How do you store yourself? <laughs> Terrible joke. Okay, so Magikin and Nurgle were, was the winning list, and it was done by, and shout out to, and a special kiss on the lips to Mr. Simon, well, consensually, uh, to Simon Burdett. I hope he's doing great, and well done to you. He's got a Magikin and Nurgle list uh, in Blessed Sons. He's got a Poxbringer, um, that's the Herald of Nurgle, Morbid X Twiceborn, Blobe Rotspawn, Lord of Plagues, and he's got five Future Blight Kings, five more Future Blight Kings, and then some Rotmire Creed. So uh, the Blight Kings obviously a frontline screen for the Rotmire Creed, who are going to be applying loads of disease points. Uh, Blobe and Morbid X Twiceborn are great little fighty characters, uh, with the five up ward and then the lord of plagues being the general uh, with the overpowering stench uh, so you won't be able to do command abilities inside the range of it so if you do go and hit the big uh, front castle of the plight kings you're gonna have to battle against uh, the big fighty characters and also uh, you won't be able to do command abilities which is cool um, yeah huge fan uh, yay for Maggot Kid, yay for Maggot Kid because I feel like they're really struggling at the minute, uh, people turning off wards all sorts of other stuff happening, uh, no one likes that, so yay for Maggot Kid and shout out to Simon, hope you did, hope you had a nice time in the four ones we have three four ones Daniel Bean um, Peter Dixon and Peter Twig, so they were running Nurgle um, which had Blow Bellacore, Bellacore still best choice uh, Lord of Afflictions, Orgot's Demon's View and a Poxbringer and again, some future Black Kings and some Rotmire Creed making some defensive front lines. 
Uh, we had a Ogremore Tribes list with a Frosthorn Stonehorn with the classic Rockmain Eldar, Touched by the Everwinter, uh, which makes him a Priest, and then a Prayer, Pulverizing Hailstorm, which is pretty much a classic setup at this point. Um, Huskarn and Stonehorn, and then a, uh, which is a little bit uh, more of a unique pick, and then a Slaughtermaster. 20 Noblars as a screen, and then two units of Stonehorn Beast Riders, and a Thunder Tusk uh, Beast Rider as well. Uh, and then finally, we had a corn list from the new corn book, Blades of Corn. Uh, we had two Bloods of Craters, a Slaughter Priest, two Realm Gore Ritualists, so really making an impact now. Uh, Slaughter Priest, uh, 20, Blood uh, yeah, 20 Blood Warriors, which is pretty crazy. Another 20 Blood, War 20 Blood Warriors, which is also pretty crazy because that's 40 wounds. Um, a unit of Flesh Hounds and then a unit of Mighty Skull Crushers, which is also pretty nuts. Uh, because that's another bunch of wounds on a high armor save. So that's really interesting being run by Peter Twig. Really like that. Kind of feels counterintuitive to what you might see, but those high armor saves just play, proving invaluable uh, to these players. So congratulations to all of them. Not let, not let, Do not let it be said that I, that I would ever forget someone because I almost forgot Aidan Barlow, who went 4-1. He took Stormcast Eternals. He had Gardas, a Lord Castellan. Don't forget, he took these in Hallowed Knights. So the 5-up ward save from Gardas Steel Soul. The original 5-up ward save guy. Nitroconis, Master of Magic and the Arcane Tome. Um, then a unit Stormdrake Guard, Vanquishers, and Stormdrake Guard again. And then Vanguard Raptors, Longstrike Crossbows. So a unit of... Four Stormdrake Guard and you two Stormdrake Guard. So the classic, uh, the don't forget the Nitroconis mate in the Stormgate Stormdrake Guard. Shoot twice, baby. There were 28 players at the Age of Sigmar 2023 Warpstone Wars GT uh, being held in Pennsylvania and organized by the Forgeringer. Uh, but most importantly, it was being held at the Fabricators Forge facility here. Uh, which looks like a really sweet little place to go play Warhammer. There's some YouTube videos you can go check out. So if you're anywhere near PA and you want to go, uh, they run really good professional events. From what I've seen, if anyone's got a different opinion, let me know. Uh, the event uh, was run, won, run, no, won by Jeremy Vissier, uh, one of my Warhammer crushes, a phenomenal Warhammer player, uh, with the Blades of Corn new book, Reapers of Vengeance. He had Herald Corn on Blood Throne, an Exalted Deathbringer, a Bloodmaster, a Bloodmaster, a Romgore Ritualist, and a Skulltaker. Two units of five Fleshhounds, and then 20 Bloodletters, and then a Wrath Axe, and a Bleeding Icon in his list. He also had two units of three Bloodcrushers, Marjol's Fiends, and five Wrathmongers. So Jeremy was running pretty much what we call an MSU, or Multiple Small Units list, uh, with a huge stack of overlapping buffs and synergies uh, from these units and heroes that he's got in the hero section. He also has got a big, more uh, like heavy hammer unit in his 20 blood letters. Uh, so uh, like, there's just lots to go through in this list because of the overlapping synergy. So I won't, I won't go to it in massive detail. It's worth a deep dive, uh, but very interesting list played by, and this is always important, uh, one of the better players in the whole world. Uh, so shout out to Jeremy. In the 4-1 section, we have a stacked set of players. Rob Shine. Uh, from Cobra Kai Gaming, uh, Ben Kloss from Wicked Dicey, the form, the current LVO champion and Five Friends Not Five O superstar, Joanne Noah Singh, 
what a wonderful person. Seth Havey uh, in 4-1. And then Bill Souza in 4-1. But if that's not enough for you, you've got Mike Vaginos on the 3-2 bracket. Tom Guan in the 3-2 bracket. Yeah, you've got some Corey in the 3-2 bracket. Some absolute superstars. What were they all playing? Well, we got a big war list uh, with Gobsprack, Uruk Megaboss, um, Uruk Warchanter, uh, Snatcher Boss, and Uruk Warchanter as well. Uh, here, a Wurgog Prophet, and then Gut Rippers, Gut Rippers, and then uh, an Uruk Gorgrunters and Beastgear Killboys, uh, Killbows, two of them, in fact, in um, a big wireless being run by Rob, one of the few people in the world running them around, uh, which is pretty impressive. Uh, he said he stared 41 wounds into a reinforced block of blood letters, a new Wurgog record. Congratulations. Then we've got a corn list with Scarbrand, a Bloodthirster and Infected Fury. Again, don't forget, uh, with that 3d6 charge. Bloodthirster and Sense of Rage. Two, uh, no, a Rome Gore Ritualist and a Slaughter Priest. Again, Tunnel Master on the Rome Gore Ritualist being taken all the time. Um, two, three units of Flesh Hounds, some Mighty Skull Crushers, and then the Unmaiden Corvus Cabal. We've got a Noah's list, which is literally, which is funny because this is what I've said earlier in the video. King's Git, Squig Boss, Scrag Rot, Fungoid, Cave Shaman, and then 20 Moon Clan Stabbers, 15 Boing Rot Bounders twice, and then another Moon Clan Stabber unit. So two screens and two slap units. You love to see it. Sneaky Snufflers and Gobber Palooza's, um, and then Sports Platter Fanatics. Absolutely massive fan of that list. Um, and then we've got two Beast of Chaos lists. One's all heard with a Doom Ball, Beast Lord, Great Bray Shaman, Great Bray Shaman, and then six Ball Gore, three Ball Gore, some Gore, Ungore Raiders, Best of Gore, and a Gorgon. And then the other version of this list, being run by Bill, is Doom Ball, Great Bray Shaman twice, Ungore, nine Ball Gore, six Ball Gore, Chaos Gargan, and a Herdstone, and then the Ungore Raiders, uh, two units of them, uh, sorry, three units of Ungore Raiders, which is really nice. It's not eight, but it'll do. Uh, so an absolutely stacked event, full of legends, running very solid and very interesting lists. You love to see it. Uh, congratulations. Going quite far in the world now. We're going over to Valleycon in New Zealand. We had 26 players battling it out in uh, Wellington. Uh, here at the Ferguson Hut. There you can see it right here. <laughs> battling it out. So Kia Aura to all my brothers and sisters over there uh, who are listening to this. It was organized by Nicholas Jebson. Shout out to him. He was running a, uh, so the two players that did really well uh, were, with four and a draw, was Sean Bates, uh, love to big Sean, and Lee Wilmot. Sean was running also Corn. Uh, yeah, Kapai, well done. Uh, thank you very much, Kapai to these boys. Uh, Sean Bates was running Corn, and he was running Bloodlords. Bloodthirst and Effect Fury featuring, and same command trait, Firebrand, same artifact, Agrath the King of Blades, Scarbrand, Romgor Ritualist, Herald of Corn and Blood Throne, Blood Secretor, and Bloodmaster, Herald of Corn. 30 Blood Letters, 10 Blood Reavers, 10 more Blood Reavers, and 10 more Blood Reavers in his list. So a bunch of murder rolls, a massive brick of Blood, Thirst, uh, blood Letters, um, Bloodmaster, Blood Secretor, Herald of Corn. Don't forget you got a lot of healing, especially in Blood Lords, into that unit of Blood Letters. So they just keep adding. Uh, they keep adding loads of uh, blood letters back into them. They've got two wounds each now, um, so pretty solid unit um, uh, in there. So well done to Sean. And then uh, in second place, Lee Wilmot with uh, Silver Death, but they were both four in a draw. Uh, he had Warsong Rev, True Lord Ancient, Archrev, Colonel Hunters with Scythes, Colonel Hunters with Bows, 
uh, three Revenant Seekers, and they're going to be healing into uh, either the Scythes or Great Bows. Five Tree Revs and a unit of Shadow Warriors is a cheeky side pick, and the Spike Swarm Hive for the additional pluses to charge, so you can teleport through a tree and get pluses to charge, and then strike and fade out of there. Uh, that Warsong Revenant is literally clutch in this book. Absolutely clutch in this book, so pretty good to see. In the 4-1 bracket, uh, Sam Smith and Nick Stoob both running Gloomspite Gits lists uh, with Fellwater, Trogoths, Rockguts, uh, Squig Herd in one list, Squig Boss and Dankhold Trog Boss. And the other version of this list has Scragrot, Loom Boss, Squig Boss with Nasher Squig, some Boygrot Bounders and some Squig Herds. Uh, so just, again, lots of output and damage from these uh, units with lots of healing back into them. Uh, so great work to all of those, and congratulations to everyone in New Zealand. Obi had a great, great weekend. Our next event was the Rum and Rumble. Free rum all weekend at the TSN Arena, organized by me. Me. A great TO. Me. We had 16 cuties playing at the event, uh, which was really fun, uh, here in Nottingham in the USA. Our 5-0 uh, was Mr. Matt Gouldsborough. Uh, in this list, um, 16 players. Uh, he was on Soulblight Gravelords, and it's very much like we've talked about before. Uh, Neferata, making a unit uh, ignore Rend. A Vampire and Zombie Dragon in Legion of Blood uh, with Doomed Minions, uh, so making things hit on twos. Cloak of Mist and Shadows, so it's ethereal. Um, and then uh, a unit of 10 Blood Knights, so they are having that buff put on them. A Corpse Cart in the list as well, with plus one to cast, and two units, uh, three units of Death Rattle Skeletons in there as well and they're amazing we live stream those you can go watch them on the t-sports network twitch uh we recorded those games and also live stream those games if you want to go watch them back actually incredible watching those death Rock skeletons perform to be honest really enjoyed it so if you want to go check them out please do uh in the uh, we didn't have any four ones but we did have uh three in a draw matt davies running uh, uh sorry or eric erickson derek erickson sorry running um, a zinch list with some cockatrices and then Josh Jenkins running Big Nagash with um, Big Nagash with uh, some uh, Blade Geist Revenants uh, so it was really fun just having a bunch of other players here we had some brand new players at the event as well I wasn't going to do it too much Toby was running an all spider fang army uh, so Toby Resnick, uh, and he did like up to, I think he his army, his Spider Fang army, did 212 wounds over the five games over the weekend, which was super fun. Uh, so yeah, lovely event, lovely people, I had a lovely time. Thanks everyone for coming. If you'd like to come to our events, we do have them. Go on Eventbrite and you can look at all the events that we have. It's free drinks all weekend. Hopefully you enjoy them. Thanks very much. Our final event, our final event is Seek Refuge from the Spring Showers event. Uh, this was in uh, Brunswick, Ohio, organized by Dustin Smith. Shout out to Dustin. I think it was being held at the Diamond Event Center in Ohio on the strip mall, uh, which is cool. And the event was won on our 5-0. It only had uh, 12 players, uh, 12 players. Uh, and it was won by oh, just someone who I love, Michael Rausch. Michael Rausch uh, with... Uh, his OBR, OCR, uh, OCR Bone Reapers, that's what they're called. Um, I'm so excited. Uh, he was running crematoriums. That's what he was running. So it was a new book. New book. What did he have? Leech Cavalos, Morton Ossifactor from Plus One to Wound Bubble, and Arkan the Black, right? Uh, now he had a unit of 20 Mortec Guard, another unit of 20 Mortec Guard, uh, and he had a Cavalos Death Riders three times, three units of five, charging in, 
doing mortal wounds on the charge. But he was in the sub-faction crematoriums. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this is, I know it's the very end of this video, it's the very end of this podcast, but this is so incredibly exciting. Every time you kill one of these on a five up, they do a mortal wound, okay? So they've got hashtag murder rolls, but this is where it's crazy because you've got loads and loads of healing. Not only can Arcan put three back to three different units, or he can return one Death Rider model, uh, the Ossifactor can also, I think, do some healing as well. But importantly, the Gothams are Harvester in his army for every model that's killed can also put models back uh, into units as well, which is amazing. When you kill a Death Rider model, they roll three dice on a five-up, they die. Uh, they explode and they do mortal wounds back. It's amazing. No one's taken this. This has been the dream since the beginning of time, and he's 5 0 with it. Perfect way to end the day. Um perfect way thank you to swaggy in the chat also shout out to rick in third place and nolan miller for going 4-1 nolan he took grave lords soul black grave lords brilliant work and that's it that is the end of the stat show the largest uh the largest age sigmar event a weekend to date which is exciting and i gotta say i can't believe i cannot believe how incredibly powerful and exciting this weekend has been. Um, it's been really cool. We have so many new battle tomes in the game right now. There is no way to predict the meta or talk about it, but some strong stuff is emerging. There's some really fun stuff to talk about. Um, there's so many lists and ideas and counter lists and other ideas uh, to think about, but it definitely seems like a couple of things are real. Number one, there's a lot of shooting. KO, very strong, doing very well. Also, in addition, Sinesh, lots of shooting, lots of Bliss Barb Archers. And there are other units, other armies doing shooting as well, whether that be Mortal Wound ranged output from like your Sylvaneth armies, um, or you're maybe going to see it from Seraphon soon when they get released. So that's interesting. We also have some really huge high armor save armies. Uh, looking at Corn, which sounds weird, I know, but it's true. OCR Bone Reapers, also Soul Black Grave Lords, they've all been in effect this weekend. So you're in this really interesting place where you've got lots of ranged damage and lots of high armor saves. Um, so that's really fun as well. Honestly, I could do a tier list today and I think it would be different to the tier list I'd probably do in two weeks based on all the new and current books. I don't really have an answer for it, and which is why it's so fun doing these list reviews and talking about it all. Uh, so don't be too disheartened if you think your book isn't doing too well right now or if, uh, or if you're not sure how to deal with some of these problems. The best way of going out and finding out how these things work is go to an event, play some games and try to enjoy yourself. Um, but there's definitely some stuff that needs discussing and maybe is too strong, but that we'll see how that turns out over the next few weeks. If you've enjoyed the show, please do like and subscribe. There we go. Listen to the podcast and join Patreon for The Honest Wargamer. Help support the show. That'd be awesome. We're in the Wild West. Don't forget, though, I know lots of people are going to be talking about 40k over the summer, but we've got five, six new battle tomes just out. We've got a new GHB coming. It's actually a hashtag Sigma summer. So just get your Sigma bodies out. Get dancing. Have a good time. Thanks for listening. See you guys soon.